Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, everyone. From time to time, I will be uploading scriptural guest lessons. Now, these lessons are people who pretty much um, are teaching the Word of the Most High. Um, They have various lessons that I listen to initially and deem um, beneficial to the edification of our spirits. Now, some things I may not agree with, but the overall message is a beneficial one. So I hope that this edifies you and gets you closer to the Most High. Thank you. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Copyright Disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Today's lesson is going to be about the pagan holidays. And we're going to talk a little bit about these pagan holidays and why we as a people need to come out of these pagan holidays. Uh, a lot of folk don't realize that these pagan holidays have a very evil origin. Okay, and that's why we got to come out of them because the, the origin of these, ho- of these holidays is very wicked. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to come, we're going to come with some scriptures. We got scriptures. We're going to talk about these scriptures. We're going to talk about some of the things that go on on these holidays. The very next holiday is Halloween. And why do we see Halloween as being so wicked? Witchcraft. You dress up, dress up like evil things, witches, ghosts, and goblins. Right. 
They do seances and all that That's crazy right. stuff. That's right. The wicked come to life on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they got a day called Devil's Night too, you know. They mm-hmm. they come to life on those days. Those days that's that's like and that's like Christmas to them. Mm-hmm. You know? So basically let's talk about Halloween, <coughs> the origins of Halloween. Uh, I did some research on the internet and I, I urge anyone out there if you look at this video, just go and research it for yourself. On the internet you'll see some of the articles that tell you a little bit about the origin of Halloween. Halloween has its origins in the ancient Celtic festival known as Shawin or Samhain. The festival Samhain is celebrated at the end of the harvest season. Okay. Um, Shawin was a time used by the ancient pagans to take stock of supplies and prepare for the winter. So it's kind of like when the harvest season comes, you know, people are gathering for the winter because you may have a hard winter, so you better stock up on grain and other things because of the winter, okay? Now, the ancient Gales, uh, the Celts, believed that on October the 31st, the boundaries between the worlds of the living and the dead overlapped, and the deceased would come back to life and cause havoc such as sickness and damage to their crops. Now, where did that come from? From within their wicked, evil beings. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, what's going on. What happens usually when the fall season comes along, come around? Stuff starts to die. Stuff starts to die. People start to get colds because they're not dressing properly. The weather changes. People start to get sick. Mm-hmm. So they were blaming those sicknesses on this particular event here on October 31st, think about it. November starts. That's when the cold weather basically yep. is coming in. So, and, and then also, of course, a lot of people would probably lose some crops and crops probably mm-hmm. get damaged or whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you get an early, early winter, early frost, you know what I'm saying? So, they were blaming this on evil spirits and everything. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, what I find amazing here is uh, some of the things that they would do. Um, the festival would frequently involve bonfires. It is believed that the fires attracted insects to the area, which attracted bats to the area. <clears throat> uh, another thing they would do is they would have um, masks and costumes were worn to mimic the evil spirits to appease them. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. So that's why they would put the costumes on to mimic the evil spirits. Mm-hmm. So when these kids are going out putting on costumes and putting on all this stuff to look evil and everything, you see what's sinister that's going on in their heart? Mm-hmm. They, are, they can actually even receive demons as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Because they're mimicking the demons. Yeah. So Halloween is a very wicked day. Now what I find amazing about this Halloween thing is when I used to be a Christian, I couldn't believe it when I came across some um, church organizations would call it harvest time. And on Halloween, they would give candy out to the kids and say harvest time, trying to switch it around. And they would still let them dress up the same yeah, let them costumes and things. Costumes, but they would just try not to wear anything wicked, you know. Mm-hmm. But they would dress up and stuff. And it was it's like 
Man, it's almost like taking the same um, taking the devil's day and saying we still want to celebrate it, but we just gonna change it a little bit. Exactly, exactly. And, and what do you think about that? Do you think that's righteous? No, no, because you just you're doing the same thing. You just you prettying it up a little bit. You know, it's sort of like a person serving somebody a a, a, a pie with poison in it. But you're going to dress it up and make it look all pretty. You're going to garnish it with leaves and yeah, mint to yeah, say, oh, we have some, we, we're going to garnish this with all types of herbs and spices. Some good stuff, right? But yet the, the pie, it's still pie, filled with. It's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. See, so basically, you know, but Halloween is giving. Most people usually try to keep away from Halloween. Although, like I said, you got churches trying to change it around uh, for the kids' sake. For the children's sake. And they don't realize it is that you really, kids are supposed to be, um, what's the word? Coddled. Yeah. Don't exactly. coddle the children. Teach them and train them up in the Teach way that they should go. The don't coddle them and, and, and give them everything they want. They see kids out here. Let me tell you something. We have 10 kids. Okay? Uh, and my kids don't get involved in the Halloween thing. And we've never been involved in a Halloween thing. I don't know. Did we ever do that years ago? Maybe some uh, we never, 10 plus years ago. We never took in, our children trick-or-treating yeah, or yeah, anything exactly. like that. We used to we used to pass out candy uh, yeah. many, many years ago. Yeah, but then we even ago. stopped that. Exactly. So then basically what I'm saying here is that kids will still grow up good. <laughs> you don't have to send them off to the devil. You know what I'm saying? So they can experience so they can that. Experience some candy and all this. And I've heard people say, like, you had your candy when you were a kid. You did Halloween when you were a kid. <laughs> you know, you enjoyed it. So let your kids get to look here. Yeah, I'll just go to the store and buy them some candy. You know what I'm saying? Or we make our own candy for that matter, you know. Or we'll just do what we've been doing, which yeah. is nothing. Nothing, exactly. <laughs> Especially on that day. We don't do anything on that day. Yeah. Right? On any of these holidays, we don't do any type of feasting or anything like that. We don't try to appease people who who suggest that we need to let our children take part in these things because they're missing out on something so Amazing. That's right. Our children don't feel like they're missing out because they're not a part of they're it. They're not a part of it. Exactly. <laughs> if they want they some like cake, they out. bake a cake. You That's know, right. we don't exactly. have to. We don't have to join in on exactly. heathen celebrations for That's our children to have fun. Exactly. 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 So now that's that's Halloween. So let's go on to Thanksgiving now. Now, out of all of the holidays, I kid you not. When I was coming into the truth. And I was letting go of holidays because of this. And I thought Thanksgiving was true. That was the one the day we one could day keep. that we could keep. Wow. Halloween. So I would get my turkey out, boy. And was, I said Halloween. Then. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, but basically, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we, I would get my turkey out for Thanksgiving. And... Man, just get it all ready, get the day ready. And I remember back in the days, I we used would to, do it up. Oh my goodness, we would do it up in such a way. But one day, I decided to do some research about Thanksgiving, and what I came across just really bothered me. Turned out, Thanksgiving is considered the national day of mourning by the Indians, the Native Americans. I said, National Day of Mourning? Why do they call it National Day of Mourning? Well, it turns out there was a gentleman. I have an article on my website. You can go check it out. It's called The Turkey from Hell, The Truth About Thanksgiving Day. 
And the article um, talks a little bit about this activist guy. Um, he's a Native American by the name of Russell Charles Means. Okay, he wrote a book called "Where the White Man Dare um, Dare to Tread" or "Fear to Tread." Okay, and in this book, he talks about how Thanksgiving was just totally um, misrepresented. You know, just a big lie what they teach about Thanksgiving. They talk about how um, um, the white man actually went out and slaughtered Indians. And when they got done slaughtering the Indians, they decided, hey, since we had such a good slaughter today and we didn't lose many men, let's go and have a feast. So it wasn't the lie that's being taught in the schools where the Indians and the pilgrims came together. They sat out and had a, a feast. No, that's not what really happened. That's just a big lie. That's just another and a string of lies that have been presented. <laughs> exactly. That's on um, the white man's history. Mm -hmm. His story. Yeah, his story. Yep, his exactly. story. Exactly. So basically, lying, story. lying <laughs> lies. So now, you gotta ask yourself if if this is what that day was founded on. Okay, you gotta know that each and every time that day roll around, okay, and we have this Thanksgiving Day, right? There is for the memorial of the slaughtering of Indians. Yeah, we're okay. helping the white man celebrate their victory yeah. in killing innocent people. In killing innocent people, exactly. We're complicit so with now, their crime. So now that makes it a wicked holiday. That's right. Because the, the ground is still crying out for revenge mm -hmm. of what happened to those Native Americans. It's still crying out. So you, you can't sit there and think that you can sit down at your table and have your turkey and feast on Thanksgiving Day and think that then you're not going to get no type of um, a repercussion from it. Mm -hmm. You understand? I mean, they may as well, people may as well, if they're going to celebrate Thanksgiving, they may as well celebrate the uh, anniversary of 1619 when blacks were starting getting sold into slavery. Or just about any any type of horrible thing that actually happened. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, uh, um, I know. I know. If I was to say this, I know this is gonna get a lot of heads. What about celebrating a, a feast on the Holocaust? Yeah, that was. You it. know. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine the folks were doing that? Mm -hmm. This this whole United States would probably go out their mind if if, if if people were trying to do that. You understand? Mm -hmm. But because it's the Native Americans, ah, we want to keep our holiday. Yep. But I guarantee you, just like the scripture says, come out of her, my people, mm -hmm. be not partakers of her sins. You better understand what that means. Don't help okay? them celebrate their you, mess. You better think that out when you sit down on Thanksgiving Day. Because I guarantee you, those souls are crying out. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're crying out for revenge. Okay? Now, I said all this for this reason, okay? There was a movie that came out years ago, and we seem to think that because it was in the past, that, oh, we've let go of it, and this can stay in the past, okay? And you know that that ain't how things work according to the Scripture. That's right. Okay, the Scripture tells you that the sins of the fathers can be visited upon the children mm -hmm. to the third That's and right. fourth generation, even beyond that, Okay? that those sins are going to come back on the great, 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 great grandchildren. You understand me? 
So we better be cautious in these things that we decide we want to do today because we're trying to forget the past. Okay? Let me give you an example. There's a movie that came out years ago called The Fall. Now some of you out there that remember it came out, if I'm correct, in the 80s, early 80s. The Fall. In this movie, there was this guy named Blake who was actually uh, uh, a captain of a ship or something like uh, pirates back in the days in the 1800s or something like that. 1700s, they were pirates, right? And this particular pirate, what they did was they stole some, it was a mutiny or something on a ship, and he stole all this gold or something, and a lot of his people got killed. It was some, some weird story, but you can look it up. Anyway, I may have it wrong. I'm just paraphrasing. But basically, in the movie, when the fog would come on the land, the ghosts, the spirits of these dead pirates would come on the land. What were they looking for? Revenge? They were looking for revenge. They were looking for, listen to this, these spirits were looking for the descendants of Blake. <laughs> now, it just so happened that Blake's descendants, his descendant on down the line, had become a priest. In a church, a holy priest. Right? Did that stop the judgment in the movie? No, 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 no. He was a priest and those spirits came right up in his church. And it turned out the gold was turned into a cross. Mm. Mm. So he had this big gold cross over the pulpit. And they were like, they were like, that's what we want. So the spirits <laughs> came and they got the gold. So Blake thought he was alright. You know, his descendant, this priest, thought he was alright. He's like, okay, well, they got the gold. I'm good and everything. Next thing you know, they came back for him. <laughs> okay, it's time. We forgot something. Yeah. So basically what I'm trying to say is Hollywood knows. They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They know that judgment is coming. And all of these deaths that the people that were killed wrongly from the time of uh, from Halloween to Thanksgiving to a lot of the different pagan holidays to, 16, to, to, to what happened to the true Hebrews, the slaves and all. All of that is just a whole heap of judgment that's going to come down on the descendants of these people. Now, there is a way out of it. We'll talk about that in another, in another video. But I think that we all better leave these holidays alone. Mm -hmm. You better look into these days for yourself, okay? But anyway, that that's what um, Thanksgiving Day is about, basically. It's about uh, just a lie. It's just a bar-faced lie, you know. So now, let's talk about New Year's Day. Um, New Year's Day. Um, actually, New Year's Day, the 1st of January, is not, is not a real New Year, okay? That's how the... Uh, the um, um, the world, the, the the Europeans. That's how their calendar is. Okay, the actual New Year starts in the spring, mm -hmm. according to the scripture. The Hebrew New Year actually starts in the spring. Mm -hmm. But notice the the um the so-called Jews New Year just is, is it about to start or did it did it already pass? But it's sometime in September, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's actually so Everything, dying. everything yeah. is dying, and, and the Europeans spring. when everything is dead. That's right. <laughs> Total opposite. Total backwards. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. 
So New Year's is actually in the spring according to the scriptures. New Year, new life. New life comes, that's right. That makes more sense. It does. And look at the end of the year, which is in um, in the winter, when the winter ends in February, what do you have? Everything is, is, is dead. It represents you know? the end. It represents the end, exactly. Okay. So now let's go to um, this scripture here. I want you to look at this scripture. Let's go to Exodus <laughs> chapter 12. And we're going to look at verse 1 and 2. It says, And Yah spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months, and it shall be the first month of the year to you. In this passage, he was referring to the Passover, which is in April. So the month of April is April is the first month, okay, of the year. That's when the new year starts, okay. So do your research, you know, go on the internet and just type it up, research it for yourself. And yourself, the scripture says the first month of the year to you is April, okay. Now um, Valentine's Day um, is pretty deep. Um, I, would, I would urge that you go and you check out some of this information about Valentine's Day. Um, there was a feast on Valentine's Day that um, had something to do with a goat and a dog. It, it's kind of some crazy stuff here, you know, about this goat, dog, and this wolf. Now, you remember, you know, Pan? Anybody familiar with Pan? Know who Pan is? No. No, the the half man. There's another term for him. It's called uh, what is he called? You know the guy that's um, he half has goat, half yeah, he has the goat the satire. leg satire exactly, and he has the head. His head is kind of like part goat, got the horns, and he's blowing around a flute. Okay, that's actually where that originated from. Don't he eat okay. a lot too and drink a lot? <laughs> yeah, he eat a lot of drink. <laughs> now you know what's amazing about yeah, this St. Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Where did Cupid come from? See what I mean? All of this stuff is linked together with gods and demons. Mm-hmm. And all of it have a very evil origin. So now we bring this little Cupid fella in the distance who got this bow. He's going to shoot you with this arrow. You know, and yeah, Cupid was supposed to be the son of the love goddess Venus. You hear that? So that's what Cupid is. So then we got to be careful of these holidays, you know. St. Valentine's Day come along. Let me tell you something. I don't need St. Valentine's Day to come along to show my wife love. Okay? (laughs) Any day of the year, I can go and buy her some candy and give her some chocolates or buy her some flowers or you don't have to wait to these pagan holidays to do that and I guess that's what we're trying to say about these holiday feast days like Thanksgiving you don't have to wait to Thanksgiving if you want to have a get together at your home yeah you want to give thanks to the most high because that's what most Christians say well we give it thanks to the most high yeah yeah but you're doing it on a pagan holiday with these flowers for so basically all we're saying is on these days I know that people say, well, that's the thing. I want to give my wife something, whatever. Have a talk with your wife. Let your wife, your wife should know that you love her in spite of St. Valentine's Day. Okay? She should know that you love her by all the things you do all year long. So that when St. Valentine's Day comes, she don't get nothing. 
she won't be sitting back wondering like I didn't get nothing. No, she should understand the truth. You see, so I think that we need to come away from a lot of this paganism stuff, you know, and just come away from it because it's, it's and, and it ain't just the the holidays, even the birthday and 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 Mother's Day and some of these days. Father's Day, we got to really look into the origin of these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness, the, if you look at, read some of the stuff, they are very wicked days. You know, giving um, um, uh, praise to gods and all kinds of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So we got to be careful, you know. Um, Easter, let's look at Easter. Talk about that, okay. Um the holiday often involved the church service at sunrise, a feast which includes an Easter ham, pork, <laughs> decorated with eggs and stories about rabbits. Okay? <laughs> Sound crazy. <don't> <laughs> rabbits having eggs. Huh? You're, I'm going to tell you where that came from. Okay? Now, is it truly the day that Yahushua rose from the dead? No, no. it is not. No, it is not. Just like Christmas truly isn't the day that he was born. That's right. All of this stuff is based on paganism. They attack okay? their devilish stuff to what really happened in scripture just to get so-called believers to um, coincide with it and to go along with it. That's right. That's a trap. See, what's going on is it's, it's kind of like, um, like a virus. Okay. Now, let's say that um, a person wants to get a virus into your computer, right? But he just can't send you the virus, right? He has to do it in a certain way. You got to be cloaked. He has to give you a gift. <laughs> uh, if you click on this link, you'll, you'll win $50. Exactly. Oh, you'll, <laughs> you'll have something. It'll be cloaked in something. So then when you click on it, then there go that virus into your computer, right? Or you try to download something. Exactly. Something that you want. You download this virus. That's right. He yep. ain't going to say that. So that's exactly what's going on. Satan needed a way to push his gods and all this paganism stuff. So what he does is he pretties it up and then he pushes it through the church. Yep. And the church, they think they do something holy and they bring your wickedness right into the assembly of Yah. Which ain't a simile of Yah if you're worshiping false gods, is it? Mm, nope. <laughs> so basically, we gotta we gotta keep all this stuff in mind about these days. Now, let's do. I did a little research on, on Easter. This is what I came up with. You can look this up for yourself. Okay. Now, in the in the in the book of Acts, go to the the, the twelfth chapter of Acts, and the Bible let you read it, verse one through four. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days, uh, then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Okay. Now, why does it say Easter there? Isn't that amazing? Easter right here in the scriptures. Well, actually, it didn't say Easter. The actual word was Pascha. 
Okay, that's the Greek word that was there. And it had reference to do with the Passover. Yep. So it should have said Passover. Right. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you something. In the, in the Hebrew, in the Greek text, the word, the same word Pascal was interpreted as Passover 28 times and only one time as Easter. Why? Because whoever translated the Bible has some deception to put in there because exactly. they needed Easter to be um, recognized in Scripture. Exactly. It, this is like a virus. That word right here? This is a, a virus. virus. That's right. It's leaven. Virus in it, leaven in there. So people can say, well, Easter's in the Scriptures. I saw it in there. Uh, Satan is in Scripture. Yep. Right? <laughs> Do that mean we're supposed to just get buddy-buddy? Satan's in the Scriptures. Let's get buddy-buddy with him. Invite him over to dinner, huh? Is that what that means? No, well, just believe because it. you see Easter in the scripture don't mean you're supposed to um, um, celebrate the day. My goodness. <laughs> well, some people have them sitting at their dinner table anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Every man. day. Every day. So sitting sitting inside inside table. Table. Why yeah. they had the dinner table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, sitting inside of them. <laughs> so, so basically, this is some very wicked stuff that's going on here. Um, um, you know, instead of endorsing Easter, um, this verse really proves that the church was still observing Passover in Jerusalem 10 years after the death of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Easter also had reference to do, actually, some of the origin of Easter came from Istar. Istar. What is Istar? Ain't she the mother of Abraham? <laughs> That's right, a, a deity, isn't that something? She's a deity, now she's a, she's a moon goddess. Okay, I'm going to read something here that I got here. It says, Istar, which is pronounced Easter. It's actually, it's, the sound is Istar. If you look at, if you look at the words, it's spelled I-S-H-T-A-R, but it's actually pronounced Easter. So it sounds like the same, sounds the same, but the word looks different, okay? was a day that commemorated the resurrection of, of one of their gods um, that they called Talmud, okay, who was believed to be the only begotten son of the moon goddess and the sun god. Now, do you see what this stuff is about? And folk doing all this stuff, you know, uh, oh my goodness. They doing all these rituals and, uh, uh, you know, they little, little um, uh, pork ham and, you know, this is crazy. But anyway, you know what's amazing about this? It is said that the egg is supposed to represent that moon and that um, Istar was born of an egg. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. No, I'm good. Well, she had a normal human mother because she was a mother of Nimrod. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so basically, that's where all of this stuff is originated from the Easter egg and then the rabbit and then all of this old garbage. And, you know? and, 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 then, and then, because the holiday was so big, this is what Christians do. When a holiday is so big and the Christians sit back, I want to be out there in the, in, the, in, the, in the parade too. I want to be a part of the, of the holiday too. We need to get our own. Why don't we change it and make the resurrection of, of, of the Savior on Easter? We want that Easter too. You know, it's like, it's like man, they like big kids. You know, babes in the pulpit, you see. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all there. Just research these holidays. You know, it's amazing to me. 
You know what? I, I'm going to tell you, Christmas was my day. I loved Christmas years ago. I'm just, I'm not going to lie to you. I loved it, okay? Yep. And my wife, she was starting to come away from that stuff. When we lived in, in Belleville, she was starting to come away from it. And she, she got a sense that it was something pagan about it, you know? Because I, I just don't, she kind of wanted to get out. But I love the Charlie Brown music and, you know... <laughs> Having the uh, the uh, all of the stuff hanging on the stack the halls <laughs> with piles <Bowser>. of. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved all this stuff. I want the tree up and the music playing. It's also just mesmerizing. Eggnog, yeah, eggnog, yeah, eggnog, and all that stuff is mesmerizing. I I got I can't lie to you. It was so mesmerizing to me that season. You walk around feeling a sense of just. Joy in the air. Joy to the world. <laughs> <laughs> All that pagan stuff, you know, but I'll never forget the day that wasn't it a liar that was doing some research and we had wasn't it you that researching about Christmas? And he came, he said, uh, Dad, uh, wait a minute, I found this out about Christmas and I said, Oh, uh, wait a minute, what what you find out? So when he showed us some of the stuff, we were like, Wow. We got to let this Christmas thing go. We had let it go before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we had let it go in a sense to where we wasn't we wasn't celebrating it. We wasn't putting up a tree anymore. Okay, but I still was kind of you know wanting to have a little feast on the day. Still was playing the music. I was still playing the music and some of that stuff. You know. I mean, we were still saying Merry Christmas. Yeah, we were still saying saying Merry Christmas to folk and all that kind of stuff. You know. So we had come away from it partly. But not all the way. Then once we did more research, we were like, oh my goodness, this day is wicked. It is wicked. The Most High said it was wicked. As a matter of fact, there's a scripture that I want to turn you on to. This is Jeremiah chapter 10. And Deborah, I'm going to have you read. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1 through 4. Hear ye the word which Yah spaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith Yah, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold, they fasten it with nails and hammers, that it move not. Now, basically, he's talking about a Christmas tree. <laughs> that amazing Christmas tree right here in the scriptures. Because this was actually some pagan, pagan things that they were doing after the order of um, Nimrod. Okay? Now, it's, it's very um, gross what the Christmas tree actually is supposed to represent. Okay? I'm not going to say it here in front of the camera, but I'm going to suggest that you look it up and see what the Christmas tree represents, okay? And, and then you ask yourself if you want to um, put a Christmas tree in your home, if you know this is what it represents. And your children are all gathered around the base of it. Your kids gather all around the base of it, put presents under it, okay? But uh, basically, it it's wicked. Okay, he said, "Do he says, be not like the heathen." What does it say exactly? Here? It says, "It says, um, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. 
For the customs of the people are vain. What people? The heathen. The heathen. He does what? He goes out and he cutteth down a tree out of the forest. Okay? What does he do with this tree? Fasten he takes the, the tree, fasten it to the floor, right? And he deck it with silver and gold. without tinsel and pretty silver and gold decorations. Can't really call it a Christmas tree now, can you? Do you see it? It's a Christmas tree. Okay? So, there's some very wicked stuff going on on Christmas. People are doing all this stuff. And I, I thought this was amazing because I discovered this years ago. When you take the name Satan and switch the letters around, you get Santa. You know? It's just amazing that those Yeah, words, this stuff ain't by mistake. Yeah, but we so people man. so blind, deaf, and dumb that they want to ignore all of this exactly. stuff. Exactly. That's Satan's way of proving to himself that he thinks humans are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Control. Just switch yeah. one letter. Watch yeah. Switch one letter around. Right they they don't they'll they'll, they'll still don't worship me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. And yeah, see, it's just. Control. I mean, my goodness, people just gotta wake up. I know you love those days. You grew up on those days, and I know what it's like. I've been through all that too. But let me tell you something. I feel so much better now that I've let go of all of this stuff because I don't want anything to interfere with my relationship with Yah. I don't want to be partaking in all this paganistic stuff to have roots connected to false gods and the worship of false gods and images, you know. Look at the image that they show all of them doing Christmas time. It's who? JC? You know? And a JC. big fat white man. Yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so basically, um, I mean, my goodness, we got to come away from this stuff. It wasn't his, his the day that he was born. You know, actually, December the 27th, 25th was supposed to be Nimrod's birthday. And many other false gods. And many other false gods, exactly. So... I mean, it's just, it's back to more lies. You see how everything now is lies. Every From every holiday, is all packed with a bunch of lies, you know. They dress up these lies and hand it to you, and you just, blah, 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 just chew it on down, you know. Yeah. So we got to come like away from it. people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. The lack of knowledge. What do you think y'all meant by that when he said that? My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Huh? Mm -hmm. Because you reject knowledge, I will also reject thee. So you mean tell me the truth is coming out about these holidays, and you want to keep sneaking in a day, a feast day, huh? You want to keep sneaking in these these holidays, huh? Whew. It kind of makes you um, wonder about that movie Zeitgeist. Yeah. It 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 kind of explained a whole lot of stuff about yeah. all of this. Of course, it didn't go on to explain that Yahshua is real, yeah. but it did expose JC. Yeah. For who he was, it did expose a lot of the um, the falsism stuff. Yes, teachings is going forth. Okay? Yes, it did. Uh, and it's just amazing that I mean, my goodness, it's really crazy. You know, research this stuff for yourself. Look it up for yourself. Mother's Day and Father's Day are they wicked holidays? Huh? Yes, yes they are. Yes, it's it's yeah. nothing wrong with honoring your mother and father, but the scripture tells you how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just got to honor your mother and father, you know. You respect them. And, and if you want to give your mother a gift, give her a gift. 
You know, you want to give her a hug? Give her a hug. But the celebration of these days. The celebration of these days are very wicked. Now, listen to this here. Okay, I got a little information here on Mother's Day. Say, Mother's Day date back to ancient cultures in Greek and Rome. Hmm. Now, right away, that should make you say, okay, it's definitely pagan and wicked. Okay, back to Rome and Greece. Okay, both cultures... Um, mother goddess queen of heaven okay uh, were worshipped during the springtime with religious festivals the ancient Greeks paid tribute to the powerful goddess Rhea the wife of Cronus known as the mother of the gods the queen of heaven now I have a scripture Okay, so let's turn to Jeremiah chapter 44, and I'm going to read verse 25. Verse 25, and this is what it says here. Thus saith Yah of hosts, the Elohim of Israel, saying, Ye and your wives have both spoken with your mouths and fulfilled with your hands, saying, We will surely perform our vows that we have vowed to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to pour out drink offerings unto her. Ye will surely accomplish your vows and surely perform your vows. Now, this was something that angered the Most High. They worship the Queen of Heaven. You see that? They burn incense unto the Queen of Heaven. Mm. Okay? That's why I'm a little nervous when I hear brothers, they, they say, they call their wives Queen. Okay? Yeah, my Queen this and my Queen that when referring to their wives. Uh, I don't do that, you know, because... I'm just, um, I see some of these scriptures and I'm just a little nervous about about calling my wife a queen when I know there was a queen, you know, in heaven, you know. I just, I just don't want to be a part of that kind of stuff, you know. This is what we should be doing right So, um, basically, you know, um, I, and what queen, did, did Israel ever have a, a queen? Now that I know When she was actually called queen? And so were they any, any queens? I mean, you never see the scriptures mentioning a queen of Israel. Like David had many wives. You ever see it called one of them queen? Such and such, you know? Never so, heard it. I never heard it either. So, you know, I, I'm just a little nervous about doing that queen thing after I read this queen of heaven and all this. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I don't know about that stuff. So that's why I don't do the Mother's Day, the Father's Day thing. You know, hey, you want to get me something? Fine, you can get me something. The other... 364 days of year. I would gladly take a gift, you know. I'm quite sure your mommy will too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but we don't need to connect ourselves to pagan days. That's right, exactly. The most high don't want us doing it. That's right. Okay, so anyway, um now let's go to um, a couple more that I wanted to mention. That are actually not on the sheet here. Is that the last one that y'all have? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
There's a couple more I'm going to mention here. Okay. Okay, so basically, um, you know, just to, you know, we really just need to come away from all of these pagan holidays, you know. I want to leave you with this scripture here. And I think, I think the problem is we are too connected to this European way of living. Mm -hmm. We're too connected with their way of living. We're too connected with their way of worshiping, <clears throat> their way of, of celebrating these holidays, their way of eating, just their way of everything. And we need to break ourselves off from it. Um, this one scripture is a, a really good scripture that I want to read to you. Uh, this is in 1 John. And... <coughs> First John chapter 2 and this is what it says it says love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him mm -hmm. for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but of the world and the world passes away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of Yah abideth forever. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is one good reason why we need to come away from all this paganism stuff. Because actually, if you still want to do all this stuff, there's something really wrong with your heart. Mm -hmm. You say, okay, that's what's being manifested in this, when you have to do these things. Okay. You don't have a heart for the truth. I'm going to tell it like it is. You just don't have a heart for the truth. You done found out the truth, but you're trying to wiggle away and get your way back into doing these things and enjoying these things. And I get plenty of people say, well, you know, uh, ain't nothing wrong with it. You just, you know, this and that. And, you know, the scriptures, this and that. Let me tell you something. There's enough wickedness on these days to research this stuff for yourself. A lot of you don't want to research it. You, I can tell it to you all day long, but you won't go to the internet and research this stuff for yourself. Well, you're going to be held accountable to you for your ignorance. That's right. He said, my people are destroyed. Why? For the lack, lack of, of knowledge. knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Okay? So you sit back and you say, well, I don't believe that. I don't know that and that. Okay, you're going to still be judged according. Yeah, don't okay? matter if you believe it or not. That's right. Scripture says, come out of her, my people. Be not partakers of her sins. Okay? That you receive not her plagues. I'm telling you right now, you need to come out of this stuff. The Most High that made it clear. Love not the world, neither the things of the world. If he that loves the world and all these things, the love of the Father ain't in him. You understand me? Mm -hmm. So, on that note, I'm going to say shalom. 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 Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, 
the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.